Welcome to our daily portion with WIT Ministries. I'm Matt Russell, and I'm the director of WIT Ministries. And at Walking in Truth Ministries, we want to help people to be able to live a more God-centered, God-focused life and uh, in every aspect of their life. So the purpose for this podcast is for us to really strengthen our biblical discipline of reading the Bible. So I'm going to read a scripture every day where I'm going to share a nugget about that scripture. And then I'm going to say a little prayer at the end. And that will be the entirety of our episodes for this podcast. Uh, Please feel free to check us out at walkingintruthministries.org. Or you can also check out our other podcast, which is Living the Wit Life with Walking in Truth Ministries. I hope that this podcast blesses you as much as it blesses me. And uh, let's go ahead and get started with our daily portion. Are you concerned about what the future holds? Are you confident that the retirement plans that you have today will still be secure tomorrow? Let us help you by clearing up the uncertainty. This is Matt Russell, the director of WIT Ministries. Many of us at Walking in Truth Ministries are bivocational, working in our ministry as well as in the financial services industry at WinBig Financial Group. We help people to build a tax-free and risk-free retirement. Give me a call at 817-903-2575 to support our ministry and to secure your family's financial future. Again, Call today at 817-903-2575. Thank you and God bless. First Samuel 20, 18 through 42. Then Jonathan said to him, Tomorrow is the new moon and you will be missed because your seat will be empty. When you have stayed for three days, you shall go down quickly and come to the place where you hid yourself on that eventful day, and you shall remain by the stone Azel. I will shoot three arrows to the side as though I shot at a target. And behold, I will send the lad saying, Go, find the arrows. If I specifically say to the lad, Behold, the arrows are on this side of you, get them. Then come, for there is safety for you and no harm as the Lord lives. But if I say to the youth, Behold, the arrows are beyond you. Go, for the Lord has sent you away. As for the agreement of which you and I have spoken, behold, the Lord is between you and me forever. So David hid in the field, and when the new moon came, the king sat down to eat food. The king sat on his seat as usual, the seat by the wall. Then Jonathan rose up, and Abner sat down by Saul's side. But David's place was empty. Nevertheless, Saul did not speak anything that day, for he thought, It is an accident. He is not clean. Surely he is not clean. It came about the next day, the second day of the new moon, that David's place was empty. So Saul said to Jonathan his son, Why has the son of Jesse not come to the meal, either yesterday or today? Jonathan then answered Saul, David earnestly asked leave of me to go to Bethlehem. For he said, Please let me go, since our family has a sacrifice in the city, and my brother has commanded me to attend. And now, if I have found favor in your sight, please let me get away, that I may see my brothers. For this reason, he has not come to the king's table. Saul is angry with Jonathan. Then Saul's anger burned against Jonathan, and he said to him, You son of a perverse, rebellious woman, do I not know what you are choosing the son of Jesse to your own shame 
and to the shame of your mother's nakedness? For as long as the son of Jesse lives on the earth, neither you nor your kingdom will be established. Therefore now send and bring him to me, for he must surely die. But Jonathan answered Saul, his father, and said to him, Why should he be put to death? What has he done? Then Saul hurled his spear at him to strike him down. So Jonathan knew that his father had decided to put David to death. Then Jonathan arose from the table in fierce anger, and he did not eat food on the second day of the new moon, for he was grieved over David because his father had dishonored him. Now it came about in the morning that Jonathan went out into the field for the appointment with David, and a little lad was with him. He said to his lad, Run, find now the arrows which I am about to shoot. As the lad was running, he shot an arrow past him. When the lad reached the place of the arrow which Jonathan had shot, Jonathan called after the lad and said, Is not the arrow beyond you? And Jonathan called after the lad, Hurry, be quick, do not stay. And Jonathan's lad picked up the arrow and came to his master. But the lad was not aware of anything. Only Jonathan and David knew about the matter. Then Jonathan gave his weapons to his lad and said to him, Go, bring them to the city. When the lad was gone, David rose from the south side and fell on his face to the ground and bowed three times. And they kissed each other and wept together, but David wept the more. Jonathan said to David, Go in safety, inasmuch as we have sworn to each other in the name of the Lord, saying, The Lord will be between me and you and between my descendants and your descendants forever. Then he rose and departed while Jonathan went into the city. Matthew fifteen, ten through 20. After Jesus called the crowd to him, he said to them, Hear and understand. It is not what enters into the mouth that defiles the man, but what proceeds out of the mouth. This defiles the man. Then the disciples came and said to him, Do you know that the Pharisees were offended when they heard this statement? But he answered and said, Every plant which my heavenly Father did not plant shall be uprooted. Let them alone. They are blind guides of the blind. And if a blind man guides a blind man, both will fall into a pit. The heart of man. Peter said to him, Explain the parable to us. Jesus said, Are you still lacking in understanding also? Do you not understand that everything that goes into the mouth passes into the stomach and is eliminated? But the things that proceed out of the mouth come from the heart, and those defile the man. For out of the heart comes evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornications, thefts, false witness, slanders. These are the things which defile the man. But to eat with unwashed hands does not defile the man. So today's reading is... Um, actually, the Torah portion that is known as Akari Mot, which means after the death. Um, both of these scriptures, you can see, kind of deal with just knowledge. Now, just go with me here for a second or for a moment on this. Just try to uh, follow this thought. So we usually relate our heart as feelings but our mind as thoughts and knowledge however there's also phrases throughout the bible and phrases that we say that can show us that we know things and we have knowledge in our heart in fact it says i know deep down in my heart that's that's a knowledge that you have taken not just as head knowledge but you've taken it all the way to be it's it's a truth you know it in your heart There's no way someone can convince you otherwise. 
you know deep down in your heart. So it's the confidence in that knowledge and it's a true deep knowledge that goes to your heart. So now looking at these scriptures, first starting with Matthew, Jesus said it's it's not what goes in your mouth, it's what comes out because what comes out comes out of the heart. You're not defiled by the words coming out. You're actually defiled by the, what's in your heart. That is what is defiling you. The way that it got to your heart is through your eyes, through your ears, and and uh, through those windows that go to your soul that you can know without a shadow of a doubt things that are wrong, things that are bad. So when I have knowledge all the way deep in my heart I can act upon that knowledge and if it's false knowledge I could do bad things but it's going to also cause me to say bad things so when I say uh, just filthy words it's showing you deep down in my heart there's filth There's, there's bad truth and it needs to get out needs to get out and needs to be replaced <clears throat> then you also have going to first samuel where jonathan and, and david they're trying to to say look i'm going to find out if if my father if, if, if this is real if he's really angry with you and if he's going to kill you then uh, i'll let you know and they put together this plan so then when he comes out and he shoots the arrow and it, it's the sig- signal to david saying look It is as we thought it was. Don't just think it. Know it deep down in your heart. Saul's after you and he's going to kill you. So behave from that truth that we just put in your heart. Now this week's reading, we're going to get to some of the uh, parts of Leviticus and the law to where um, it talks about the uh, ritual at Yom Kippur with the scapegoat. And that's another of the same kind of thing. So we'll talk more about it whenever we read on that. But it's it's knowing. you. God set up this tradition that he said, do this every year. Do this. You send one out. One is a sacrifice. And the other one is the scapegoat. And you're supposed to, the sacrifice is for your sins. The scapegoat is going to basically be the one that tells you whether or not I received your offering and accepted your forgiveness or given you forgiveness for your sin. So um, the results of that will give you knowledge that you can put deep down in your heart. So what we need to do is we need to focus on putting good things in our heart good knowledge in our heart, truth in our heart. And the way that you do that, the best way to stamp out or to uh, get rid of darkness is by letting in the light. So spending time in scripture, reading the word, doing the, the, the daily Torah readings, and really just looking at it, asking Holy Spirit, what in this scripture do you have for me? And then praying that truth over yourself. Teaching your children to do that. Doing it every day. 
maybe even at the beginning and at the end of the day. And you as an individual, maybe throughout the day, you keep coming back to that same truth, that same scripture. You keep meditating on that light and let it in. Because we're supposed to guard our hearts. We're supposed to protect our hearts so that those bad things don't get in. You do that by first taking every single thought captive. Even your thoughts need to be put under the authority of Jesus Christ. So you shouldn't be thinking things that you know you shouldn't be thinking. Because if you do that long enough, it will creep down into be a truth in your heart. So Father, please help us as we focus on clean cleansing our hearts, cleansing our minds, holding our thoughts captive to, to you, Jesus, and, and the fact that what you've done and the sacrifice that you've you've um, taken for us was not a waste. Let us be honoring with the uh, biblical truth that we put in our hearts so that the words that come out can bring light, can bring life, and bring joy to others. Father, let us be peacemakers and peacekeepers, not divisive, uh, hateful, just filth speakers. Let us speak words of love. I pray for all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining us today. And I hope that uh, that blesses you either as an individual or uh, with you and your other loved ones. Uh, maybe this is uh, something that you're utilizing to, to spend with your family uh, some time around God's word. And uh, of course, that is great. I love that. And I'd love to hear how uh, the Daily Portion podcast is blessing you. If you would, just go to our website at walkingintruthministries.org and um, go on there and just drop us a little note about uh, this podcast or one of our other podcasts, or even just check out the events that we have available. Uh, but again, thank you very much and look forward to seeing you again tomorrow as we dig into our daily portion with WIT Ministries. God bless.